0: And welcome back to another special edition of SHR Media and the Sackheads Radio Show. Live with the Bloviating Zetman here at Freedom Fest 2017. I'm your host, Sackhead Clint, here with two very special guests on the floor of Freedom Fest. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being with us. We're here with Mr. Bob Chester from Free to Choose Network, uh, as well as Mr. Neil McCluskey from Cato. Gentlemen, uh, good, good evening. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, sir, and, and thank you very, gentlemen, very much uh, for being here. Gentlemen, how are you enjoying Freedom Fest so far? Well, it's quite entertaining. Uh, have you been here every year?
1: This is my first one, actually. It is? Yeah, I'm a little embarrassed to say that, but I haven't been to any until now. Wow. I wanted them to get the first nine out of the way, work out the kinks, and I'd come to the tank. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and how have they done?
1: Uh, pretty good so far because I'm here. So.
0: Uh, well, right. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd have waited until, until I, the kinks out the first I was ten the years. missing link in the right. previous nine years. I was wondering what what was missing, and now now now. you know. So well, well, thank you. Uh, How is this your first, sir? No, no, no. I was here at the very
2: first, and the second, and I skipped two or three, came to another one, skipped three or four more, and back again. Outstanding. Are you guys working together on a project? In a way, yes, uh, uh, but from different angles. Okay. Uh, One way to put it is, I'm the media side, and Neil is the wonky side, the intellectual
0: side. So what are you working on
1: specifically? Well, so I don't want to actually take any credit for what what, we, what, what Bob has done a lot of work on, but it's actually my boss, uh, Andrew Colson, had this vision really maybe 10 years ago, he started telling me about it, uh, for a documentary that was kind of like Carl Sagan's Cosmos and then Free to Choose with Milton Friedman. And he wanted to make this sort of really engaging, visually entertaining way to explain sort of to America why you want a free market, profit, freedom in education. And so he created something called School Inc. that talks about that. Where I come in is I knew his ideas, but then sadly Andrew passed uh, about a year and a half ago, right before this was finished, and so I sort of talk about the education content part of it.
0: And so, what's the thrust of School Inc? What is the what is the goal of the project, and uh, where do you see it going? Well, well I, Andrew's... It, uh, when I said
2: that Neil represents the
0: intellectual part,
2: it was uh, Andrew wrote a very, very significant book. What was the title? Was it called Market, uh, market ed- Education? Market edu- Unknown edu- History. Yeah, yeah. Previously, but then. He got the idea, as Neil said, from Free to Choose and others, that TV would be a way to get, it, get the ideas out to more people. Right. He'd never done television at all. And he talked to me about it. I, had, I created Free to Choose with Milton Friedman, he called me. And I tried to talk him into coming into our group. Kind of we would be his base of operation. And he would have none of it. He was determined to go out and, and, and just wade his way through creating this TV series and the result is just so fresh as a result of that. There's this, this kind of bubbly, bounce around the world, look at what's going on right. spirit that Andrew brings to it. And, and uh, his basic thrust was why, why do we look at, if we look at the world and the progress that's been made, say, in the last 30 years, pick almost any category you want. Mm-hmm. I'd say even medicine, which is... (laughs) Pretty germane
1: right now, right? Yeah,
2: but somewhat surprising in terms of his thesis. But it's managed to be be private enough that it hasn't suffered what education has. Every one of these areas has advanced dramatically, but education hasn't. Right. And his question was, well, why does innovation in education stall? Why does it stop? You'll, you'll, you'll learn of a teacher who's doing fabulous things, but nobody else copies them. Apple comes out with a phone, and instantly, they've got five competitors. right. So that was basically his way of looking at. In effect, it's, it's not a program about school choice, although that's how it's being labeled and attacked. But school choice is one way that I think Andrew would say you would get that kind of innovation.
0: And what's, what's the other way? And, and I assume you're working on this as well.
1: Well, so and so ultimately this became School Inc., which has been running on PBS stations. Um, and he goes beyond school choice. So when we talk about school choice now, typically people think, well, we'll give some people a voucher so they can pay to go to a private school. And usually that's supposed to be a nonprofit private school, one that already exists. And what he's saying goes far beyond that. He says certainly school choice, as we think of it now, is better than being assigned to a school based strictly on your home address. Right. So it talks about private schools now are good. Uh, charter schools now, which are sort of public-private hybrids, are good. Mm-hmm. But none of this really embraces innovation and competition and profit. And and profit is always demonized, especially in education, yes. where people say, how dare you profit off of kids? But think about profit. Unless it's a
0: teacher's union.
1: <laughs> yes, but if you talk to any teachers' union people, you would always get the impression that teachers are just recouping the costs of whatever it is they're spending to educate and are actually making no money. Right. Because profit is not something they right. would they're ever make. They're negative
0: money. They don't even afford houses or cars they're or anything. They're just hoping
1: to break even <laughs> from the cost to do the educating. Right. And so, but that's actually, it's it's sort of this mindset in education that nobody is actually making a profit unless somebody outright says, we want to make money off this. Regardless, Andrew is showing, he's not saying he's showing in this documentary, how that profit motive causes people to try new and innovative things. And then when they're done and they make money, that's a signal to everybody else. We should do the same thing. And that's how you get excellence going to scale. That's how you get innovation constantly. And we should have that in education, but we don't in large part because we demonize anything private in education, but we especially demonize the idea of profit. Uh,
0: absolutely. And is, is there a way to translate the, the profitability not only in the school as a whole, but in, in the uh, curriculum as well? Because and and the reason I bring this up is uh, there's there's huge discussion right now. We're based out of California, which is uh, horrible. Everything is uh, is Common Core, um, even even in charter schools. You know the, the the charter schools and the public schools because the SATs are now based on that. They they stop teaching for about two weeks while they teach kids how to take a Common Core style test. They administer this test and then they go back to teaching. So, is there a mechanism in place in terms of competition for for or profitability for curriculum to where schools could also choose their particular curriculum and the more successful ones um, could could be profitable? Yeah,
1: and that's all part and parcel of school choice. Is the idea he doesn't talk about really profit for curriculum makers? What he talks about is if you have a free system, and this goes beyond now profit. Mm-hmm you have a free system, you have people with different conceptions of what education is, how to measure it, how to get it, able to pursue the education they want for their kids. And there's actually a big part of this that's just about how you have peace and harmony in society. Mm -hmm. Ironically people say if we force everyone to go to the same schools that are controlled democratically, we'll all learn to get along. Totally wrong. Absolutely. All it does is force people into sort of a, you know, to the death political death competition say, if I want what I want for my child, I have to make sure you can't get what you want for your child. And what he's saying in this documentary, in addition to profit and the free market is, freedom itself is crucial. And that would mean lots of different curricula. No more of this government saying, the only way we measure Education and success is through standardized tests. Yeah. That may be useful for some people. It may not be useful for others. And we should let you know that thousand flowers bloom.
0: Yeah, that look that would be useful in in, in the trades, correct? Because you have to have a, a certain um, you have to have a certain uh, knowledge base, a certain um, aptitude for a particular task or a particular thing, right? So I could see where uh, admission to a trade school, for example, could have some sort of standardized test because we want our mechanics to be able to meet a certain standard or, or whatever it is. Um, but when you're talking about you know, education is interesting because we, we teach kids how to memorize dates, right? To memorize things and, and what to think based on, not necessarily how to think. Um, and I think we've kind of seen a degradation in um, the quality of uh, product, and I would argue innovation uh, in our country, uh, as a result of that. Uh, so, does your project address how we go about? I mean, teachers' unions a lot of money, a um, lot of money in California, a lot of money nationwide. Um, is there is there a mechanism in place or a plan for how you combat that in order to achieve what you're talking about?
2: Well, I, I what occurs to me is this is this point. Uh, And it goes to the Common Core. It goes to this question of standards that you raise. What do we mean by that? What are we saying when we say, all right, we're going to have this Common Core. We're We're going to have a set of standards. I think what we mean is we're searching for some certification that at the end of the process, the individual involved is going to have certain skills, et cetera, and and they're going to be able to perform at a certain level. And that's why we have licensure, for example. And that's not the source of judgment on the part of almost anyone who's in the real world. You look to the reputation. I, I've debated the question of what would happen if you didn't license. Milton was very strong on this. If you didn't license physicians, how would you know? Well, all kinds of ways. First of all, I'm absolutely certain in today's world there would be probably numerous websites that were evaluating doctors and telling you which place to go. It would be the Angie's list of, of medical uh, people. Yeah. But another way you'd judge would be did they graduate from the University of Michigan? or from some community medical school somewhere right. or maybe they got their medical degree online all of which could be options so so you're not giving up i think this is the important thing you're not giving up quality when you say that you want the flowers to bloom you want the competition and we don't we don't need the standards in that context. Yeah, look,
0: yeah. the measuring stick is the market.
1: Yeah, well, and there's, a, a, right to that point, I mean, the research on teacher licensure shows it has no meaningful connection whatsoever for the performance of the teacher and the performance of the students. I think important, you are, you're asking, how do you combat the teachers' unions? Yes. And that's a huge problem because as you know, especially in California, they have a gigantic amount of money, and of course, they're full-time lobbying a legislature. <clears throat> But School Inc., Andrew Coulson's documentary, that's the way to do it, is documentaries like this, which in a really engaging sort of non-ideological, at least in no way that you immediately sense ideology, in an entertaining, non-ideological way, put something out that lots of people watch and get the message out to them. And that's what... We haven't done a great job in School Choice, certainly, of doing that. Uh, and, And this documentary really takes us very far in the direction I think we need to go.
0: That's what i say, and I don't know if you've heard, just kind of on the point of teachers' unions, I think that the story came out uh, either earlier today or, or late yesterday um, that the teacher out of Berkeley, California, she's a, she's a middle school teacher, um, she's a, a major player in, uh, by any means necessary, and the Antifa group, um, was arrested uh, coming at flying into Los Angeles for the riots that happened at the California state capitol, um, hmm. and of course, when all that came out, there was there was a call to the district to have her fired because she's on video engaged in violence, teaching our youth, and they didn't fire her. She still has a job, in large part because of those teachers' unions. That's just kind of an aside. I know it's a little off topic, but um, I, don't, I don't. But there, I mean, there's a there's
1: a direct connection to having a government school. Is that yeah. if you are employed by the government, you get a whole lot of protections, which actually aren't totally crazy because you don't want government to arbitrarily be able to punish somebody for saying something that's unpopular the government doesn't like. This is a huge reason you want school choice, people freely choosing schools, because then those schools say, this is our school policy, we all agree on it, and if you violate it, there's no question, you're gone.
0: Absolutely. So how is your rollout looking for this project?
2: Well, it's been broadcast (coughs) uh, on some key stations in, in New York City had good placement, has had good placement in several of the key uh, public television stations. We're still working on it, as your viewers certainly know, out of frustration. For those of us who produce things like this, uh, what I'll call one-offs, uh, where it's not a series like Frontline, right? Uh, it's it's difficult for us because we have to almost go market by market to negotiate placement in the schedule. and. Uh, so the opportunity for see, people to see School Inc. Uh, is is now going to be easier online. <clears throat> right. Excuse me, because our our approach is we hold back on online release until the public TV stations have an opportunity to broadcast. You know the routine. Yes. So because they want kind of an exclusive opportunity for a short period, but it's going to be available uh, everywhere to anyone. At uh, www.free2choose.tv. Free2choose.tv, and they can watch all three programs. And working with Cato and others uh, with the Ed Choice Foundation, we're going to continue to use this, uh, hopefully, to help really revitalize and, and and bring some high energy to the whole movement of advancing Ed Choice.
1: Yeah, and it has gotten the attention of Diane Ravitch, who's like a primary spokesman or spokesperson for the most militant teacher unionists. And it's sort of a double edged sword because now we have to respond to a whole lot of things that are really unfair attacks yeah. on the documentary. On the flip side, it's getting more attention to it, and as long as somebody's going to be angry about it, we can keep talking, and that gets it into people's heads.
0: Yeah, look, it's going to it, it forces the issue, right? Because if, if if she's talking about it now, and that means the politicians are soon talking about it, and other people are going to be, it, it, it brings it up to the forefront uh, of the discussion.
1: Yeah, it's and if yell. she would, if she would. Stick with substance; it would actually be beneficial for everyone yeah, because we could she, have a great debate about this. Yeah. Mainly, though, she would
0: lose that debate, and she knows that. I think.
1: Well, I, I don't know whether she she knows that. I think she would lose that debate. <laughs> I believe um, she would. But unfortunately, much of the criticism has been, "How dare PBS show this documentary that isn't basically, which isn't flattering." to public schools. She says she says it's against public schools. It's not. But it's not like a hagiography of public schooling. So she's against it. To say, as your first argument, people shouldn't be exposed to this sort of thought is very troubling. And then the next thing she's done is gone after funders to say, well, they're terrible rich people or whatever. If she'll stick to substance, it's a debate I think we should all want to have, whether you like this documentary or not.
0: I I would agree with you, but I don't think she can stick to substance because I think that um, those arguments, particularly from the union, they're very emotional-driven, right? If you look at kind of how they how they even uh, bully uh, the public opinion and the rallies they hold and so forth, it's all emotion-driven, right? Our students are going to die, our teachers can't eat, all, all these things. But when you start talking about school performance and everything else, and look at California, where does California rank on the ground? Know, we're, we're, in, we're in the toilet in terms of school performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have kids in school out there. Not in public schools, thank goodness. Um, but, you know, they're char- charter schools. But, uh, but still, they, they, I don't think they can have the debate on that merits, and, and they know that. I think you guys are on a very important project. Thank you so much uh, for your work. And, and tell folks where they can find you again, as well as the, the project.
1: Well, I'm at uh, Cato, uh, so it's www.cato.cato.org. I also have to put in a plug Absolutely. for our book about Andrew Colson, which is yes. Educational Freedom: Remembering Andrew Colson Debating His Ideas. If you want to learn more about him and really go in depth in his ideas, uh, and so there's part of it it is on the Cato website, but it really takes you to uh,
2: www.free2choose.tv is where the videos are. Well, we have a second website. Uh, which is free to choose network.org and that gives them a broader sense of the
0: kind of work we're doing. And where can people find the book?
1: Uh, that's also on Cato's website, so www.cato.org.
0: Outstanding. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate your time, as well as your work on this project. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is all for right now. Uh, we want to thank our guest uh, here today. Very important project. I've uh, been Sackhead Clint live from Freedom Fest 2017 with the Bloviating Zeppelin on the board. We'll be back live tonight for our 8 o'clock show. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you later.